0: Welcome to the Boutique Hotel News podcast. Here we share the latest news, comment, and opinion from across the boutique, luxury, and lifestyle sectors, along with thought provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name's Eloise Hansen, news editor at BHN, and host of this week's episode. Today I'm chatting to Roman Padan, founder and CEO of CASA, where we talk about how centralized systems can power different asset classes simultaneously why CASA is expanding into hotel management and the changing value of prop tech as a result of the pandemic. Thank you so much, Roman, for joining me in today's episode. I am going to dive straight in with my first question. And I understand that CASA manages different property types ranging from individual rental units to small hotels and corporate buildings. How have these properties differed in terms of performance?
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, Ella. Uh, it, we, do, we do manage a flexible set of properties uh, that span boutique hotels and apartment buildings. And while the types of properties differ the and customer types differ, our performance in terms of the operating margins that we drive, which are around 60 to 70% at the GOP level, and the revenue that we drive, which is uh, at around a two to two and a half X REVPAR margin and the REVPAR index in the United States are very consistent. And the underlying reason for that is the centralized systems that we've built uh, to operate distributed hospitality with as few as five units in any market being the requirement to achieve those margins and that uh, performance. Mm-hmm. And even amid COVID, Uh, We have been operating at about a 70% occupancy rate uh, since May. Uh, The properties are different, but the systems are similar and those systems are flexible enough to operate that wide range of properties. The types of guests, of course, may uh, be fluid depending on the property types. So we have guests who are business travelers on assignment to a specific location. We have individuals who are staying comfortably uh, for a few months with us uh, who might be digital nomads or might be sampling a new city uh, during a relocation. We have families who are visiting their friends or who are on a, a vacation. The mix at any given time or for any given property is fluid. Uh, and the, uh, the, 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 that means that our distribution and revenue management uh, has to cater to a broad audience. Uh, and during the pandemic, we've seen that mix change a bit. So we had many more business travelers as a percentage of total before the pandemic. It was something like 65, 70 percent to 30% business travelers to families and leisure travelers. Right now we're seeing folks who are staying for longer, looking for uh, a comfortable place to work remotely, perhaps working and staying with their family. Uh, So a fewer business travelers who are specifically on a business trip, but more people who are using our units while they are working and living simultaneously, which is probably not a surprise given the rapid change in how people have lived and worked as a result of COVID
0: do you think that this blur between work and life and living and staying is going to um, continue blurring once, we, um, once travel restrictions lift and we are in a post-COVID world? For
1: CASA, it's very, import- for Casa, it's very important that we are set up, regardless of how the future works, what kind of future exists. Uh, to handle a world where people resume to business travel like normal or in a world where uh, folks continue to live and work remotely. Uh, So while I have an opinion about what the world will look like, we have set up our distribution systems and our revenue management systems to be flexible enough to handle a world that looks both as an extension of the current world or uh, very different from the current world. That being said, I expect that the changes that we've seen today uh, to last into the future. And the reason for that is some of the changes uh, that happened are affecting how companies work uh, fundamentally. So companies needed to accelerate their investment into systems that allow for remote work. Companies which previously might have been skeptical about allowing people to be remote and work at home now have experienced it and have realized that productivity actually has increased rather than mm-hmm. decreased and has allowed them to hire globally rather than locally. So they have access to more talent than they ever had before. And people who have had a taste of Uh, being untethered from the physical headquarters of their work in some cases and many cases have really enjoyed that flexibility. Maybe there are some that are yearning to be in the office with Mm -hmm. the folks, but many have uh, really appreciated the ability to be more flexible around the location that they're working in and the hours that they're working in. So the fact that the uh, infrastructure, which needed to be built into companies uh, has been built in. The fact that culturally companies have adapted uh, in terms of their belief in remote work and the fact that people have now had a taste of something that before was abstract and uh, perhaps hard to uh, experience and now is uh, very much real means that for a large portion of of folks, this will be a permanent change. Certainly, Mm -hmm. when the pandemic uh, lifts, uh, there will be companies that go back to business as usual but I expect a significant percentage to embrace this going forward in some way or another whether permanent remote or some Mm -hmm. combination of remote and in-person working. Yeah
0: and I understand that CASA is increasing its hotel management platform so can you please tell us a bit more information?
1: Yeah it's a very exciting uh, development in our business so we now manage uh, several small boutique hotels across, uh, the U.S. nationwide. And the reason we went into managing hotels in addition to short-term rentals is what I mentioned in the first question, that our systems of centralized hospitality powering distributed, distributed hotels and short-term rentals across the country are the same for any kind of physical product. So whether it's a a, a physical product that has kitchens and living rooms or physical products that are uh, hotel rooms, the Mm -hmm. systems that power the cleaning, that power the access, that power our back-end financials and our distribution systems, uh, power our communications, and that ultimately lead to the 60 to 70% GOP margins and the outperformance on Revcar mm-hmm. are, are very similar. As a specific example, uh, the, we launched a boutique hotel in the heart of San Francisco in July 2020. Uh, it had 35 units, it's just a few blocks away from Union Square. July 2020 was the uh, epicenter the, the of the pandemic. It was an unusual time to open a hotel when most hotels in San Francisco were closing down. And during that period, from July to September, we ramped the hotel uh, from being closed to achieving about 70 percent occupancy and have been consistently in the mid 60 percent occupancy range uh, since that period, which equates to a, again, a two to two and a half percent outperformance on two and a half times outperformance on RevPAR, And on the bottom line, we've been achieving 60 to 70 percent EBITDA margins, which in San Francisco is very unusual. So when you look at our outperformance in the top line combined with the EBITDA margins on the bottom line, we were outperforming hotels uh, by 10, sometimes infinite times because many hotels are either closed in San Francisco Mm -hmm. or uh, they're operating at a loss when they are open. Uh, And that's been an exciting expansion, a uh, utilization of our existing technology systems uh, for a type of product, which is very in need of the Mm -hmm. systems that we've developed. And so as a result, we're in final discussions with owners across uh, many cities nationwide. We just announced a few days ago, another hotel in San Francisco in the Castro neighborhood. And there'll be a few more going forward that we expect to announce. I think we are are focused on delivering the platform that we built in a high quality way. And so while we do wanna expand, we also, uh, we, we also want to expand in a way that delivers the best results to our partners. So we're not, going to, uh, we're not going to expand as quickly as possible. We're going to expand in a very targeted way. We're looking at hotels that are underperforming or closed. Uh, we're looking to bring them to stabilized occupancy after opening them and make sure we enhance margins by two to four times. That doesn't mean opening 50 hotels in the next six months because we wouldn't be able to uh, deploy our systems effectively, but it means partnering with owners who see the value in what we're bringing and want to take an asset that might be losing money today in a closed state and make sure that it is cash flowing at lower risk and and, and, and higher margins.
0: Mm-hmm. And what do you look for in a partner?
1: Yeah, so For us, we're looking for partners who are, who embrace the type of hospitality that we deliver. We, Mm -hmm. uh, we, we often call it, uh, hospitality that is felt but not seen. Most of our systems are, are central, as I mentioned. So we won't have a front desk at the property. We'll deliver a touchless, check-in experience Mm -hmm. and a pre-stay experience that makes sure that all the front desk functions occur, like checking the ID and making sure the guests uh, understand the rules of the property and making sure that we offer guests the ability to uh, pay for parking or upgrade their room or bring Mm -hmm. pets ahead of the ahead of the stay. It's a partner who understands the value of uh, wider distribution. We are not just on the traditional hotel channels, we're also on Airbnb and Verbo and a long tail of distribution channels that most hotels are not typically on, which Mm. creates that outperformance on the top line. And most importantly for us, a great partner will be in it for the long run. So we are building CASA with a long-term orientation. We, We avoid doing things that are good today but might be problematic tomorrow. Uh, and we similarly want hotel owners who think that way too. Whether that means doing right by the guests when there are issues with the property such that the property gains in reputation uh, mm-hmm. rather than this tracks in reputation, if there are unfortunate issues with guests or if there are things that the hotel can do uh, today that are right by the guest and will create loyalty and referrals in the future. Mm-hmm. Or if it means investing in the building systems that we are uh, deploying into the property or to make sure that the experience is right for, for, for the guests. That could be in how we deliver housekeeping or how we do touchless access. Owners who are willing to install the right uh, access systems, which are not expensive and lead to a very large improvement in the quality, are the ones that partner with us best. And often the benefit uh, in the long run far exceeds the, uh, the investment in the short run. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think the value of prop tech has increased as a result of the pandemic?
1: So, absolutely. Uh, It's very clear that the pandemic has brought nearly a decade of change uh, over one year, and it has driven really rapid adoption of new technologies. And those technologies, the hard part about those technologies is getting them implemented for the first time. Once you have them implemented, the margins that they drive, mm-hmm. the lower fixed costs that they create, uh, and the higher revenue potential that they uh, deliver are are very uh, hard to uh, want to unbundle in the future. Yeah. And I think the reason why historically hotels have been slow to adopt PropTech hasn't been because the technology doesn't work well but because mm. when things are going well it's very hard to try something new mm. risking you almost can't afford to try something new because it could risk what is going already very well yep. but in crisis you can't afford not to try something new because things are broken your hotel is closed you almost can't afford not to take risk because the alternative is extremely extremely dire
0: mm-hmm.
1: once you take the once you implement the new technology and you see the results that lead to higher GOP margins, higher rep are uh, better experiences for guests, mm-hmm. then your Likely to continue investing it and going go deeper into into it for us. As I mentioned, I, I've kind of repeated the high margins, the low fixed costs, the mm-hmm. water distribution uh, are more important than ever, and we are investing more deeply in the technology that delivers that than ever before because the adoption, to your point, has mm-hmm. been uh, has been has been greater than than ever. Mm-hmm. And and I think the last the last thing I'd say is we've seen guests now request. And desire the technology more than before. They don't necessarily desire the, you know, the, the technology, uh, that they desire the experience, right? They want the, they want the touchless check-in because that feels more hygienic and safer. Mm-hmm. They really, uh, they require a very clean room at a, at a, at a lower price, which can be delivered with our system that, uh, manages and then ensures that cleanings happen effectively and on time. Uh, they want to make sure that they get questions answered quickly from somebody at the mm-hmm. property, uh, but they don't necessarily want to go to a front desk in a lobby and uh, in COVID times expose themselves to potential risks. But in not COVID times, it's less convenient to go to a lobby, wait in line than to text somebody and get an answer quickly. And in fact, texting somebody almost feels more hospitable. It's how we interact with our friends uh in a more natural way and with our with our hosts and so that that kind of update is certainly here to stay because it's not just better for the property from a performance perspective but it's also better from a guest experience perspective Mm -hmm.
0: do you see these trends um developing long term within hospitality in particular hotels
1: without without a doubt uh, in, in 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 the future, if you have two hotels side by side in in a city and one hotel offers touchless check in uh, seamless guest experience that's delivered via text uh, email or or call, uh, more consistently clean rooms delivered at a lower price, uh, higher revenue because of wider distribution and because of the ability to more efficiently uh, sell services to guests that they want, uh, such as, uh, room upgrades or, mm-hmm. uh, additional queens or, uh, pets and early check-ins Jeez. among, among, among many others that the hotel can, can customize. If there's a hotel that can do that next to a hotel that doesn't, the one that can will deliver better financial results, greater, mm-hmm. get better guest experience. And the owner of that hotel will be able to reinvest those profits into another uh, property or the one next door and then upgrade that one. So they would just be untenable. It will be untenable to be the hotel that doesn't have the technology underpinning the experience next to one that does, which is performing far better, both on a top line and a bottom line. So there's no question that technology will be here to stay. And it's almost embedded in the way that the, the global hospitality system works, where hotels that generate more... Uh, income and better experiences for mm-hmm. guests are ones that are more likely to be replicated uh, where those owners are either going to buy new hotels with that same technology systems or the one next door will realize it can't do, it can't afford not to invest in the systems that make it competitive with the uh, properties that have those systems already.
0: Uh, we we covered news that CASA recently secured a successful funding round um, towards the uh, end of 2020 and how will this support the company's growth?
1: And we're we're excited uh, to have secured that funding Ron. But actually, internally, we don't celebrate uh, fundraises. We celebrate the business fundamentals that underlie those those fundraises. So, in the last year, we grew our. management platform by 100%, meaning we have double the number of units under management. We opened six new cities, we have delivered a REVPAR index that has uh, greatly outpaced hotels, and we've meaningfully evolved and improved our technology platform. And so the funding round helps to validate the results that were really dramatically on display last year uh, and positions us for better growth uh, with property partners into the future. Uh, But the funding round itself we don't, we don't celebrate because, uh, it, it's, it's just an input into what we can do into the future. And what we can, what we are using the money for is. Uh, pouring the capital into improving our centralized system that deliver distributed hospitality, improving our access systems, including improving our cleaning systems, improving our communication systems, our accounting, finance, and reporting systems, which are uh are, are underpin everything that we do, the distribution and revenue management systems that increase uh RevPar. Uh these are the systems that drive the high margins, the high RevPAR performance that mm-hmm. allow us to be in 40 cities uh, in an efficient, in a very efficient way. And and so that's that's what we're using the the capital for. And we're on a very long term journey. I mentioned the partners that part that partner well with us are ones who take a long view. And we realize that the improvements to the systems that already deliver such great performance today can give us uh, increased advantage in the in the future as a company. But more importantly, can allow for guests uh, nationwide to have access to lower price. Mm-hmm. Uh, better quality, uh, hospitality wherever they travel. And that's ultimately the mission, mission of our company.
0: Well, Thanks so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you.
1: Thank you, Ella. Uh, it's been a pleasure as well. I appreciate you the time.
0: Thanks for listening to the boutique hotel news podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to boutiquehotelnews.com and sign up to our twice weekly newsletter. Thank you.